Today on Send to Zen, we have a very special guest and friend and colleague that is with us from Columbus, Ohio, that's going to be sharing with me our journey out of man-made fear-based religion to a wonderful relationship with a loving, wonderful being that we may call God or whatever we choose to, to call it. So be sure and tune in for this wonderful conversation that's going to be a blessing to you. Welcome to From Sin to Zen. We realize this podcast may not be for everyone. However, we believe there are no accidents and we were meant to connect today. Let's consider a serious question. If the restrictions caused by the laws of religious dogma would have been able to bring the whole world together, why are so many leaving organized religion in search of a new spirituality? From Sin to Zen offers you an opportunity to contemplate what is true, which you will decide for yourself during our journey to spiritual self-empowerment. If you are in the process of re-examining old beliefs that no longer serve you and realize there has to be a more excellent way, then this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we take another look at some of the most important tenets of fundamental Judeo-Christian dogma that may be holding you back from fully expressing all you were created to be. This will take us from fear-based dogmas to a love-based experience, or from sin to zen. Your spiritual guide for sin to zen, David Hulse. Throughout his years of spiritual searching, David has challenged many traditional doctrines, theologies, and dogmas. He has inspired numerous individuals toward a journey of self-discovery by sharing his own experiences. As David has traveled through various beliefs about God, he now sees himself as a bridge between the old and the new. His stirring presentations of intuitive wisdom will inspire and challenge you to move from believing in God to the experiential realm of knowing God and manifesting the spiritual aspects of love, peace, and joy in your life. It is my pleasure to introduce David Hulse for an enlightened journey from sin to Zen. Hello and welcome to today's podcast, From Sin to Zen. This is your host, David Holtz. Special podcast today, we've got a dear friend that's here with us in the studio and he's going to be uh, help, helping me talk about what it's like to have a journey uh, between leaving some of your old, early teachings that no longer serve you because you've outgrown uh, in consciousness. And, you know, in this age of information, there's no reason that people cannot grow in consciousness because information is at their fingertip. 
and we can learn so much faster and quicker than we could in the past. So everything's kind of on steroids right now as far as change and transformation. And boy, are we feeling it. We're feeling it in our bodies. We're feeling it in our minds. Sleep patterns, eat, eating patterns, and everything that has been the norm of 3D is being challenged today as we enter into the chaos of new possibilities to be recreated at higher states of consciousness. This is our evolution. This podcast, if you're new today, is basically for you that are on a path of journey, of moving from the old uh, ideas that has been almost made concrete in the sense of what is real and what is not real that is crumbling before our eyes. Just the coming in of such things as quantum physics and, and this new physics and new spirituality that is been on the horizon for a long time has really shaken and changed everything from the old Newtonian world into this vibrant world of the quantum world of all possibilities, or maybe we could call that field God. Is God in you the field of all your possibilities? And of course, the scripture that comes to mind that those who believe in God, all things are possible if we believe. So God is the all possibility of everything. But you know, the fact that we have put Zen in this uh, title, more as a metaphor actually, I recognize it as a serious, serious uh, part of Buddhism, uh, Zen meditation, so on and so forth, which I have great reference for. But in this uh, podcast, the idea is moving from a sin consciousness where there's a lot of fear, where we learn to not really love ourselves because we think that God sees us as some sinner. Uh, All of that needs to be erased if you're ready. If you're ready to let that baggage go so that you can be more free or calm, which is one of the definitions of Zen is to be calm. That's why we have Zen gardens. People sit in the Zen garden and the Buddha's there in the water fountain and we feel calm. So it's nice to know that you weren't born a sinner, that the doctrine of original sin was only brought forth by the church hundreds of years after Jesus walked this earth and taught. And we're here to try to help you to remember that because I believe we all know it, we just have forgotten it. Hello, Randall Loop. Hello, David. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Randall Loop is from Columbus, Ohio. He is a, first of all, dear friend. Actually, I met him as a massage therapist uh, back in, I think, I don't know, 2007 or six at that time. And then he became a coach. Um, at that time, I was seeking some directions, and uh, he had coaching skills, and and then from there, we've just continued a friendship, and uh, uh, all the way into sound and vibration, and, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about some of the things he does, but I want to say, Randall, and to say to our audience that I appreciate that you have such heart of service. Thank you. You are really incarnated to be of service to our planet, That's true. and I know that everything you do is driven from that passion. It is. That. It is. You know, from where uh, from where we come from, just like you said earlier, the biggest thing I've noticed is that my uh, I'm at peace. 
regardless of uh, feeling troubled or concerned about something, there's a sense of peace about everything. And when I was under the dogma and the teachings, of, some of the teachings of the church just created turmoil in my mm. consciousness because I could never seemingly find a comfortable place regardless of the fasting and the prayer that I did, all night prayer vigils I did with myself and with others, trying to uh, actually become my authentic self and uh, and I couldn't find my way there under the teachings of the church as I knew it. Absolutely. Boy, just listening to you is my journey too. Yeah. And that's the thing that uh, has brought this bond between Randall and I. One of the things is that our journeys are so simple as we've come from a more very, very uh, inclusive uh, religion of Pentecostalism, and uh, which was pretty strict and the boundaries were pretty pretty drawn in the sand as to what was right, what was wrong, what was good, what was bad, what was God, what was of the devil. It's a very black and white type of thinking. And somehow both of us have found our way out of our head into our heart. Is that good Uh, to say? Well, we did, and you were a big piece of that. You know, I did probably a good uh, nearly 20 years of personal research into different ways of relieving my consciousness of of the dogma and the programming I sat under. And you know, that didn't just come from the church, it came from my parents as well, because they were raised under a very strict uh, religious upbringing too, and, um, and, and suffered at the hands of it in some degree because they could never match up. Mm-hmm. So they just gave in to their addictions, my father being an abusive alcoholic for one, and my mother became a, a, a kind of a church alcoholic, you might mm, say. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> so The God addiction. Yeah, so there was right. always something being uh, kind of, uh, you know, put in my space that I was trying to measure up with. But, you know, uh, kind of toward the, the middle of my outgrowth, uh, I came across your teachings. And it really helped me because I found someone else similar to me with a similar background, but you were the forerunner. You were kind of out ahead of me, uh, uh, clearing the path in a way. So it became so much easier and so much faster uh, under those teachings like you're giving here on Sin for Zen for me to be able to become my authentic self. And all of my parts are able to show up at one time and at one place, uh, and I'm comfortable now, so much more comfortable. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I'm so glad that uh, I've been, in some way, a, a more spiritual uh, influence. I, I want to say a positive, but I really think sometimes spirituality transcends positive or negative. It's just what is without a judgment attached Absolutely. to it. So we kind of made it out, but did it make it out of us is the question that we have to look at. (laughs) You know, the children of Israel in that wonderful story got out of Egypt, but once they got out of Egypt into the wilderness, they found out that they still had a lot of Egypt in them after 430 years. So you and I were, um, uh, I assume you were raised in your religion Yes, from from childhood, yeah, yes. from birth, right. uh, as I was. And that means that all this started while we were still in our mother's womb. Do you know, isn't that bizarre that they have really learned? I sort of suspected that when all this uh, became popular about the Mozart effect and how people was playing Mozart to the baby while right. it was still forming. Right. And, and the daddy was talking to the baby and playing music. And all of that began to tell me, okay, what's going on during the time of conception to birth? 
right uh, that even then we're finding out that we we had these um, little antennas around the cells that were like antennas to pick up the environment yes so the environment so if, if we were blessed to be uh, conceived and formed and birthed into a loving wonderful mother father family uh, atmosphere I think people come in much more adjusted than people where there was fighting and arguing or I found out in a, a regression experience that one thing because I want to understand I had a great dad yeah I loved my dad he loved me but we weren't close there was just something there I never quite uh, understood but in a regression back into a time before a birth I heard my dad say, I'm not well, I should not have a child. I do oh. not want to be a parent. Okay. So is that uh, energetically imprinted somewhere in my story that somehow at some deep subconscious level, uh, dad means to me not being close. And uh, I thought about the fact that we've made God dad. Right. Too, you know. So I've had my struggles, even though I've been in the ministry all these years. I'm not without my struggles of times of doubt and, and, and concern and all that. And now I'm wondering, could it come from those old patterns of that father figure that I, I experienced in the first seven years in what we call a, an energy center or a chakra, if you, if you understand that terminology? Um, so anyway, we, we made it out. I would sit in the church and hear all this hellfire, brimstone, uh, sin preaching. And, uh, and, and they tried to make a, an image of God in my head. Yes. That's what they were doing. This right. is God is this. God is vindictive. The father God, God image. Yeah, exactly. And I would sit there. But I remember being awake enough, I guess, that I felt something different in my heart I than what they were trying to make in my head. Me too. My and biggest battle wasn't with how I felt about me in that moment. It was what they were telling me and my head was trying to believe and it wasn't, uh, they weren't equal. I felt okay in my body, but my head said I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And think about it. That's exactly why people have such mental psychological struggles with all of this which right. is probably uh again the purpose of trying to do this podcast is to help people not to have to go through what they don't need to go through that's right there's we, a better way and you you have the format and the teachings and the conscious awareness enough to be able to help people and take them by the hand i always say and lead them across the bridge or because there's troubled water there and uh, Send is in offers a bridge to get across that uh, troubled water because it doesn't always feel comfortable uh, to grow outside of your boundaries uh, into the promised land. Into the promised land. Yes. And, you know, the promised land, it's an interesting term because uh, the promised land represents uh, more spiritually to me or metaphysically in my mind. It represents my vision Yes. And without a vision, the people perish. Right. And I think right now people's vision is kind of dim as what it was 10 years ago, five years ago. Um, I, I think people had more of a hope of a, a better age, a better time. Yes. And I think now we still hear that, but I think we're, we're more challenging that idea of well, it. Well, the, the uncertainty is much higher hmm. right now. Great word, uncertainty. Let me talk about the principle of uncertainty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a part of the... The quantum world uh, and uh, what what that came from was the fact 
that the observers who at that point thought that there was a totally separation between a particle and a wave, they were two different things, discovered that it was their observation of the wave that it became the particle, only through observation. And we call this the power of the observer. So I think, uh, Randall, one of the things that I think people have lost is their sense of their own inner power. Yes. I think we've put our power everywhere and misplaced it. Uh, again, I know that uh, technology is here, phones are here, computers are here, but it's still not, it's not them per se, it's how we have a relationship with them that is our power. Yes. No, everybody wants to blame 5G and this, that, and another. And I'm not saying that's a good thing by any means. I don't know that I understand that completely. But we're, we're so, uh, uh, fear is a misplacement of love. Yes, and everything is relationship. Everything is relationship. And the fact that everybody is fearing this and fearing that and fearing this, don't realize that's where their energy is going. And then they wonder at the end of the day, where'd my energy go? Yeah, or they need a healing yes. or manifestation and it doesn't happen because the energy was used up to manifest it. Yeah, and sometimes we're believing against ourselves or against the teachings we were raised in. You know, the F-E-A-R, the acronym, false evidence that appears real. Yes. Well, anything that we believe uh, in our consciousness uh, that we're believing for if if we have this uh, idea of an intention that we want to create health and happiness but we believe that we're not worthy of it for some reason uh, then we're believing against ourselves oh absolutely well but, you know I, I do believe we are our own worst enemy yeah i think i can be angel i think i can be a little devil but god as i know him now doesn't believe uh, doesn't believe that well, God doesn't see that. God is at a realm that it does not see our dramas that we make, and we are the makers of, of all of this. It's called, really, uh, the difference in creation and miscreation. We've taken creation and miscreated it in our mind. Or taken our power and misapplied it? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. Once once I've taken it into my mind and made it into something, it's actually just a, an idle with no life to it. It's an illusion. Okay. But the fact when I start believing in it, I plug in my power to it and I start making these idols and these uh, these type of, uh, of, uh, of thoughts and ideas, doctrines. Uh, and people don't realize that right now, and a lot of what's happening on the world is due to the power of pe people's beliefs systems. Yes. Mass beliefs. Mass. I mean, you start thinking into the millions and hundreds of millions and a billion people all focusing on the same thing once a week or more. That's powerful. Sure it is. And, and that's going to manifest. And then they're going to project it outside themselves and play victim to it yeah. and say, okay, they somebody started out there, therefore I need a hero to come riding in on the white horse or Jesus out of the sky or the right. spaceship coming in right. to rescue us when we realize that we've lost our own power to take over and co-create a destiny. Well, we're still looking for the Savior in many forms. It's a Savior syndrome, exactly that. Uh, wow, how much how are we doing? Michael? Oh, I've got 10 more minutes. All right. Well, I'll tell you a thing that's on my mind today that I want to get into uh, real soon on the podcast. And the question is, are we just beginning to enter into the age of the Antichrist, or are we coming out of the age of the Antichrist? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but the Bible proves it. How's that? The Bible proves it.
Uh, well, actually, the Antichrist system started when uh, religion organized itself. Okay. And people don't understand. Okay. The word anti always thinks that it means against, but if you look it up, it's instead of or in the place Something of. Something other than. So the church, the organized church, took over uh, absolutely the leadership of being a spirit-guided embodiment of the Christ on earth. Right. Yeah. The freedom that Christ gave us uh, began to be taken away at that time. But I've got, there's scriptures I'll share. Uh, Paul says uh, this this happens, and by this we know this is the, uh, the Antichrist. So that happened 1,800 years ago that he was saying the Antichrist is here. Okay. And at the same time, he was also talking about how that his gospel was being organized in these different uh, cities that he had been an apostle to, apostle to and has seeded a, a spirit a movement, but yet people was coming behind him and organizing it. Mm -hmm. And he was warning people that. He said, you're, you're already uh, turned over to another Jesus. That's in the Bible. How, why have you been bewitched? That's in the Bible. So it's talking about actually what was coming was organized man-made religion that was coming to take the pl place of the true ecclesia or right. the body of Christ that was to be led by the Spirit. Yeah, they're stealing Christ's consciousness. Yeah. Now that's us. the thing that you and I still connect with is because we still believe in this great experience of receiving the spirit the holy spirit oh you're talking about the receiving of the holy spirit now yeah. okay so uh, i love talking about that because i i was taught that i didn't have the holy spirit but i could get the holy spirit yeah but i don't think that's true anymore i think that i've progressed in that truth to understand that i always had that part of my consciousness that was whole yes See, and we call that being spiritually minded. Right, that's the mind. Is life, yeah. So the, the we call it the higher self. Yes. Today, but the higher self means that is a state of of consciousness where still retains the the whole blueprint of creation at its success. So I can say at that level through faith, I am whole now. Now I may not see it through my five senses. I may see, you know, uh, aging and arthritis right. and all of that but that doesn't take away at all from the truth of creation which says i'm created in the image and likeness now if i believe that uh, my creator is whole loving and perfect then i have to realize i mirror that as its creation yes at my true essence i'm whole at my true essence i am whole my spirit man is whole. It doesn't need to be saved. It doesn't need to be delivered. It can't be added to, can't be taken away from. It is the what we call the I am of our being. And the idea of original sin began stealing away our innate wholeness. Absolutely. And I, I have all that information I'm going to bring to you. Who did that? I mean, uh, I've got the, the Pope's name that... Uh, uh, that absolutely started this whole 
uh, original sin dogma and doctrine. They all have a source, and those things have a source in man, where the, when, when something is spiritual, it has a source in the, in the creator. And that's why people say, well, I don't want to be confused. You know, you're saying this, and I was taught that. And, and, and you do kind of go through a place where you have to get through. You do. Which is real important, or you back off. But if you're really sincere and you're on a quest and, and you're a true seeker, uh, you'll, you'll break through those, those things that try to come up to stop you. Uh, and, and you have to do that. It's, it's very important that you stay open. Um, and to- I, think, I think evidence of that, of that growth, that outgrowth uh, of stepping outside of, of doctrine is the state of Zen, that calmness that begins to create in our bodies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's our intent. We hope that the things that are said here and shared with you in some way uh, makes your burden a lot lighter, that you are not carrying near the burden that has been placed upon you uh, and hear truly within yourself the innate Word of God. The Word of God is in us. Even the Bible when I was looking for, okay, if the Bible's not quite it, then uh, all these books, then where is the, where is the book of, of God? See, the Bible is a book man wrote about God, but I was looking for the book that God wrote about man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in uh, Revelations 5, and I see in John's in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, and there he sees one sitting on the throne with a book written within with seven seals. And I went, oh, my God, the book I'm looking for is in me. It is the book of life that has been placed in me. And therefore, but man has closed the seven seals to it, which are your seven energy centers that we'll learn about if you've never heard of that before with our seven major energy centers throughout our body where we store information and memories and things like that about ourselves that's where our story is our 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 story of why you're here and why you incarnated in that body and that gender that orientation that race that belief all the things that you've experienced it's not wasted i don't want anybody to think that it's wasted but it's all been a part of your training and your schooling to be a person that's going to be one of those that's going to step up and say to the universe to god i'm here i'm available I'm your That's availability great. in this time that we live in. That's great. Well, Randall, I want to thank you so much for joining me uh, today. Thanks, David, for letting me be here. Absolutely. We will do this again, I am sure. And Michael, we want to thank you. Michael's our producer. And we want to thank you that listen, and I hope that you'll share this with your friends and that there will be at the end a way in which you can contact us if you'd like to do that. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I, I could take it. If you don't agree with something, let me know. Play it on me. And uh, we'll continue this wonderful uh, journey that we're on from sin to zen. From Sin to Zen is sponsored by Soma Energetics Vibrational Tools and Training. Raise your vibration at www.somaenergetics.com. And Heartlight Spiritual Center, a spirit-led, heart-centered, Christ-conscious, loving community. Raise your consciousness at www.heartlightcharlotte.org.